Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? Great. Great. I am so excited to chat today. I think this is a good topic today, what we're going to talk about. Um, I'm going to preface this by apologizing if you hear my dog. He's a little restless right now. Dude, mine too. (laughs) He got a new toy, so he might squeak it at some point today. Those new toys. (sighs) But anyway, we have a great topic today. Yes, we do. Um, But let's introduce ourselves first. (laughs) Good. good. Um, I'm Olivia. I'm Tiffany. And we are chatting today about why we are have chosen our like our education to be to have like no certification behind it right right? yes and just like extension certifications and I guess like that culture in general yeah like you going to a class and you are like you're gonna you're like dying with them they like want your blood, sweat, and tears till the day you die. <laughs> yes, which I mean, we just made a post about that on Beyond's page recently, and it's so interesting to me that like that loyalty is really only expected of extension artists, not of like colorists or cutting. Like, yeah, it's just extension. It's so strange. It's so fascinating though because. Like, no one else, no one else. Like, Redkin does not require you to pay a monthly subscription to... To say that you use their say color. that you use their color, right? right? So why should we, as extension stylists, have to pay an extension method brand a monthly, literally a monthly subscription to just say, like, this is the method that we do. A hundred percent. And it's just like, I feel like, I, I feel like extensions are so relatively new that like it all happened so fast. And I think that these methods are able to get away with it because it's still so new, right? Mm -hmm. Like up until recently, the only way you could do extensions was if you like fell in line and dedicated your loyalty to them and did it that way. And I'm glad to see it's ever so slightly, slowly starting to change. But when you like when you take a step back and really look at it and think about it, like it's crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, it's so true though. Like, I mean, in the grand scheme of everything, like extensions are a very newer, a newer thing to the table. Right. And not to mention like an extension exclusive stylist. Like, yeah, I feel like that's like really freshly new. So I feel like these brands of methods, I mean, they are, they're taking advantage of yes. a stylist and that's how they do it. Like they pull you in with these persuasive words of like, we care about you. We want the best for you and your clients and your business And we'll do anything and everything we can to help you. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to pay us $100 a month to say you do our method. (laughs) Right. To fit in. Yeah. And I mean, what do we, I mean, 
I mean, yes, there is a percentage of stylists like me and you that aren't going to pay that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we did at one point, right? we also were like, why the hell are we doing this? Well, again, when you take a step back and think about it, you're like, wait, why am I doing this? Like, wait, why am I paying you to advertise for you? Yeah. Well, and that's what it comes down to. Like, like, that's a good question to ask. Like, yeah, let's think about that, Tiff. Like, why, why do you think stylists commit to that? Commit to that. Like, why do you think it is? I think for me, like, like we said, extensions are so new, especially people taking them seriously, right? Like, it's not just like a come learn this quick one hour class, you can start offering it and go like now people are taking it very seriously. People are specializing like it's becoming a very luxury type service. And it's so new. And so I feel like for me, when I started, I felt like I had to cling to that method. Because it was like, this is really one of the only ones out there. It's, it's, it felt more supportive in the beginning, I guess. Like, if I want to belong to this group, I have to jump with both feet in and I need to belong to this group to show that I'm legit because they're legit. So in the beginning, I think it was like, you needed that big name brand to back you. Like, if you want to be one of the best, you have to say that you do this method, which is one of the best, which six, seven, eight years ago when extensions were really first kind of starting to come along, it probably was the best because it was one of the only methods out there, you know? But now that it's progressed and things have evolved and we've gotten more education and more specialists have come out, like we have so much more knowledge at our fingertips. Like people are realizing like, wait a minute, I don't need to join this cult to be successful. In fact, these cults need me to join them for them to be successful. For sure. I mean, you need stylists to, for your brand to grow. And it reminds me of like our conversation, like with commission salons who take advantage of employees. Like if I'm your employee, you don't make money unless I make money. So I need you to support me so that I can help support you in return. And extension methods really, again, should kind of be the same way. Like if you do want to build this brand and like this, team of talented stylists who offer your method that you think is so great, you really should be supporting the stylists who are dedicating their loyalty to you. But instead, it it becomes kind of like an expectation like, oh, if you want to join this cool kid club, here's all the things I need from you or else you get the boot. And that's what I experienced with some methods that I was in. Yeah. And it was like, okay, well, I've paid you thousands upon thousands of dollars and continue to pay you monthly and you're just gonna kick me out with no regard like I'm just trash to you because I'm no longer pledging my loyalty to you and only you yeah I mean well yeah and that's that's the truth of it like at the end of the day these like these big extension brands like they don't care about us they just want they want their monthly subscription. They want us to continue to post our work on social media and they want us to continue to tag them because, because it makes them look good. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if like some stylists um, like get this. So I don't know if Tiff, if you like went through this either, but with some of the extension methods that I worked with, they like if you posted on your social media like Instagram and you did not tag them 
like this is whatever method, they like message you that same day and they're like, don't forget to tag us. Yeah. Okay. I don't give a shit about tagging you. Because it's free marketing for them. Like the more their name gets out there, the more other stylists look at your page and are like, oh, she does this. Like, this is what I want to do. Like, maybe this is where I need to start. It's just, we were paying them to advertise for them. Yeah. And we got nothing in return, not even like basic support. Because then further down the line, when you're further into your like extension career and you're like, well, I need a little bit more help. I might be struggling with this. I might, you know, then their answer is, well, you need to pay us more money. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm already paying you. I'm advertising for you, not for free, because I'm paying you to advertise for you. And like, I need a little bit more help with this. And like, you're not like your answer is continue to shell money into your method. Yeah. Like, how's that? How's that fair? How's that work? Exactly. And I've even been a part of some methods who like they change the way they do things like maybe a year in. They're not going to give you that updated information for free. Like they want you to pay for a new certification at that point. And it's like, but sure. I already paid you to learn this. So if it's if it's at a point where you needed to change it a year in, first of all, how have I been doing the best if you needed to completely revamp it? And then second, like what kind of support system is that where it, it's just money hungry? Yeah. That's so funny that you just said that the first thing, like uh, that's, I find this like so fascinating about like methods like they always, they always get you on like, you're mm-hmm. coming up on like your year of doing that method. And then you get that email. Oh, we've like revamped. We found something even better. Okay. But I thought just last year, like you're, you were the best. Exactly. How are, how are you even better now? Oh, and on top of that, it's $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, oh, you want to learn this? Like, you want to keep being the best? Keep shelling out money. And I understand, like, paying for continued education to an extent. Like, I'm not saying it should all be free, but like, sure. Yeah. There's just not a good support for the stylists who are supporting that method. Well, and there's not a good balance behind it. Like, like, like you just said, like, continuing education is one thing, but this this is a, this is a continuing, paying you every single month and for what to say I do it yeah like okay so that's what I get out of paying you your hundred dollar subscription fee and then your recertification class just to have like your brand behind my name yep yeah I don't think I care legit I mean it is like joining a cult (laughs) yeah and paying your dues yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, and you've said it too. Like we like both think that like a certification class is totally necessary. Mm-hmm. Like education is so necessary when it comes to extensions, but I feel like you have to know like when the, fi- when, when are you done? Like yeah. what's enough? Well, And like you had said with salons, like, I think it's time that we start holding these brands and these methods a little bit more accountable here. Like, and I mean, I think, I think this is like where it starts. Like, I mean, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, it's not talking trash. I mean, this is just like the truth. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's gotten too far now. Like people are being taken advantage of and it's not okay at this point. 
But yeah, I definitely think certifications are important, but just like I think it's important to continue to like educate yourself on the trends of color and things like that. I mean, when I was in beauty school, balayage wasn't a thing. Like for me to learn that new trend and that like evolving color technique, I definitely had to pay to take continuing education and learn it. But there's never been a color class I've ever taken that says like, you better foil exactly like this or else you're a horrible colorist ever. Yeah. Or you're like, or um, if you don't foil like this and you say it's this method, cease and desist litter in the mail. And what's so funny is like, I've taken color classes from people like educators and like to this day, they'll still like my post. They'll still comment on it. Like there's never that weird, like, Oh, you went and learned another color class. Like I'm washing my hands of you now. Like, yeah. Like yeah. there's no hard feeling. No, because that's what it should be. Like we should always be continuing our education because everything is going to continue to evolve. And same thing with extensions. If I would have stayed with my very first method I ever learned, and don't get me wrong, it's a great method. It works for a lot of people, but there were some things about it that didn't work for all of my clients. So that was where I was like, well, maybe I need to learn this method. And that's where the struggle is too, is that we keep thinking that we need to learn method after method. And for the longest time, that was the only option that you had. Like, okay, well, this method doesn't work for me now. So now I have to go learn a whole new one to make that work for some of my other clients. Okay, well, now that one's not working for all of my clients. So now I got to go learn a whole new one. And it's like, you're just continually shelling money and starting over for yeah. what? And and that comes back to like, how is that fair for you as a stylist? Because you're you're continuing to like invest in these methods and you're, you're having to start over mm-hmm. with your skill set, And then with that, like it starts over like your confidence mm-hmm. with your clients and how you are performing. So like, is it really benefiting you or are you almost kind of doing like a disservice to yourself? Cause it's like, a, it's a whole like domino effect, right? Like, it's one thing after another, and I, f- I feel like we, we just get, like, too caught up into, like, what's the next best thing. Right. But in reality, like, what if we just take a moment and, like, think and look at our clients? Like, is there really any, like, are there issues that I am seeing constantly with my clients? Mm-hmm. And if there aren't then great. Like why, why fix anything? But if we're like noticing, like maybe you want like cleaner stitching, like maybe it's like more like you as the stylist want to like perfect, like those fine details. Like, I feel like that's, that's like the balance that we need to figure out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your installs are your clients and your installs are great, but you as a stylist, like want more out of yourself. Well, and again, like when you think about it in terms of like color or cutting classes, you take new classes every year to like build upon your skill set, right? Yeah. Like, whereas with extensions, it has always have to be like, I have to start over and learn from some like bottom to top again, where again, like, why aren't we just like, if you're going to learn a new method, like for me, again, like the first method I ever learned always had an end feed that like you couldn't hide. It was always there. Oh, there he goes. Sorry. There he goes. And... <laughs> Oh, it was like, I hate jacks. Okay, buddy. This is crazy. He wants his. Okay. Oh, Ajax. 
Ajax. Well, he's a little baby. He can't get it. He is. He's something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what I was saying is like the whole point of education is to build upon your skill set. But with extension, that's always been you have to start completely over. And so like my first method I learned was there was always an end beat and that didn't work for all of my clients. So the more ideal option would be, well, I'm going to go learn this method and see how they do things. And maybe again, like back then, I wish I could have learned how to combine the two, right? Like like aspects of this method, but I also like aspects of this. How can I put them together? But that was never an option. In fact, it was very strongly frowned upon. Like you had to do it all in or nothing else. And that does, it hinders you. It like stops you a little bit as a stylist. Cause then, like you said, you're starting from the bottom up. You're going to have new things that you have to work through. Your confidence kind of gets thrown in the trash can until you get better at it. And that was my cycle for years and years and years up until probably two years ago. Like I just felt like I was constantly starting over. Yeah. Cause you're, you're like, you're, you're feeling defeated every time. And I was, yeah. yeah. Whereas if I would have learned how to like like I said, just take bits and pieces and like make it all work for me. I think I would have been much further along. Yeah. Definitely. And for every new method I learned, I was discarded from the method I had learned previously. Like as soon as they saw that I was learning something new, they literally washed their hands of me and were like, you are not to say that you're a part of us anymore. Like straight up, I was like, one of them literally kicked me out of all of their platforms and blocked me. It was like, you're not to say that you're a part of us at all. Which, like, why? I don't understand that, though, because you're, you, I still paid you. Exactly. Like, I, I you literally still got what you wanted at the end of the day. You still got my money. Like, this particular method got thousands upon thousands of dollars of my money. But, yeah. no, the minute they see that you're doing something else, they want nothing to do with you and you're good as trash to them. I just and- find that fascinating because, you know, these, like, these top brands that we work with, they have thousands and thousands of followers or they follow thousands and thousands of people. And do you really think, I mean, they just must have like a lot of time on their hands to just be like going through and like low key stalking previous stylists of theirs to see like what they're up to and what methods they're, they're doing. Well, one of like this particular method that I'm talking about, like, what had happened was a st- a client had come to me and said like, Hey, from doing research, I think I want this method. And I was like, well, I used to do that method, but honestly, like I've taken new classes. I have new preferred ways of doing things. And my professional opinion would be that your scalp would be better suited with this method actually. So if you want to get extensions by me, this would be the method that I'm doing. Not the one that you saw on Instagram and thought you wanted. Right. And she didn't like that. She reported me to this method. And so that's when this method was like, this client came in and said they wanted this method and you told them no. So now you're out. And I'm like, that takes away all of my power as a professional. You're basically telling me that if a client comes in, they get the power to tell me, I want you to do this on me and you have to do it. Yeah. No, that's not how this works. Like, nope, I'm the professional. It is. I'm the one who has taken all of these different methods and has all of this education. I should get to choose what's best on my client's scalp, not a client coming and saying, Hey, I saw this on Instagram and I want this. Like, sure. Cool. But- like when did, when did stylists or when did clients like start to know like the difference between like apple and orange method? 
Like, well, they don't. That's the thing. Like one <laughs> Apple might have stronger marketing than Orange. And so then clients read this marketing. And I mean, clients see it too, right? Stylists see it. Clients see it. They are saying that we are the best. And if you don't do this, then you're not a good stylist. And if your stylist yeah. doesn't do it, then she's wrong. And she's not a good stylist. And people are reading that. And it's taking all of the power from us as a professional completely away. For sure. And all the time and money and just like everything we've dedicated into like our craft, it's all taken away because the client thinks that they They want, they want orange, but really uh, they need like, or even they need like grape that they don't even know about. Right. Exactly. Like actually I could change your mind with some grapes right now, but you're so dead set on oranges because that's all you've seen on Instagram. And like, again, clients don't know, right? Like, and it's not their place to know. It's our place as a professional to know. And I, that was my, that was so eye opening to me, honestly, when they did that. Cause I was like, you really don't value me as a professional at all. All I am to you is a cash cow. And that's it. Like I am your worker bee and your cash cow and you don't value me at all. And so that was like my first real big, like, oh, wow. Like I see now how much people are taking advantage of me. For sure. Well, I think, um, so do you, Tiff, do you feel like that was like the straw that broke like the camel's back like that, like that, like incident for you? Uh, I think it was the first one that really opened my eyes and like I started being a little bit more mindful and aware and then I jumped into a different method that was just as horrible, honestly, if not more horrible. And that was really what broke my back right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you like without, you know, getting into too much detail, can you like elaborate why um, on the second part, like what happened? So that was like my third, probably my fourth, like big name brand, right? Like I've taken smaller certifications. I've probably taken like probably 10 total extension certifications in my career, but there were probably four like big name, what you would like, I could say it and people would know what they were. Right. Yeah. And so that one was like my fourth one. And like every time the experience was kind of the same, like I'm expected to join this cult and be their workhorse. And yet I get no support. And so my final straw was the last one that I took. And I was only a part of them for like a year. And that was like the most toxic, abusive culture in one year that I really ever experienced. Yeah. And because like, that was finally like the fourth time that that cycle had repeated, my eyes were already open to it. I was already becoming aware of this. That was when I was like, you know what, like, peace out. I'm, I don't need to dedicate my brand and my loyalty to you. In fact, you need me to dedicate to you. Like, I don't need you as much as you probably need me. Like, I'm here to just learn and grow my skill set. And that's all I should really be doing. For sure. And that's all stylists should really be doing is like, you take education to make yourself better. Don't, we need to quit trapping ourselves in boxes under the guise that like, we need them. Like, I don't need your big name behind me. I am the, I'm the professional. I'm the one with the skill set. I know what's best for my clients. You're not behind the chair with me all day, every day. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I just like have to, I have to like pick off, off of yours. Mm-hmm. I feel like what broke mine um, was when I literally, cause you know, with like all these methods, like, 
we all have, we're all like required to like submit models, right? Because mm-hmm. everything has to be by the book. Right. So we're submitting models and weeks go by without like any feedback, right? So I'm like still doing clients and just like praying and crossing my fingers that my my work is, is good, right? Weeks go by and I like touch base and then I get like, I get my reviews back and come to find out like, and this is, this is probably going to sound bad of me, but I'm just, I, I, I just wasn't okay with it. The, there was like this 12 year old, not literally, but she was like really young, mm-hmm. year old, like grading my shit. Yeah. And, and then after like doing some more digging, this girl had o- only been in like the industry for like two years and she's been doing extensions for like five months. And I was like, okay, I didn't pay for this. Right. Like I need a little more. A little more from you than from this girl. Yeah, you're expecting to pay a professional to become a professional. And when you're finding out you're like both learning at the same time, it's like, wait a second. Yeah. Like I didn't I didn't pay like premium dollar for uh, my little sister to grade this. <laughs> right. Um so I also think like that, like holding them accountable, like if you're gonna say that you as the creator, the face. Oh my god, is that Ajax? Stop it! Rare mood tonight. Oh, he's really fired up about this topic too. He is pissed. I cannot with him. Um, I was just a oh shit. Sorry, know. you were saying like if you're gonna pay me a dollar. Yeah, I was just saying like if I'm gonna pay premium dollar. And you're saying that you, the creator in the face behind this brand, is going to do X, Y, and Z. And part of that list is grading and evaluating my work as a stylist. Then I expect that from you. Right. I don't dish off my my models to your to your assistant. Because because you have your hands full. Like that's not me to make this a priority to learn your method when you're not going to make it a priority to support me while I'm learning it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, I had one method who was like, I expect you to submit three models or else if this is a priority to you, you better submit them. I don't care if your grandpa dies, like submit your models. Literally said that verbatim. Which it hit me a little stronger because my grandpa did die that year. And I was like, that's not a nice thing to say. But then for them, they were like, you need to be patient with us while we're grading you. It might take us a couple weeks to get back to you. Like we're working really hard. And I was like, so same thing. Like, okay, you're expecting something from me that you're not willing to give me in return. Yeah. Like, no, that's not how this works. Like, do you understand? Like I'm taking models and I still have my clients. Right. So I need you to be efficient with getting back to me to make sure that I can like proceed with my, with my clients. Right. That's crazy. It is crazy. And again, I think it's time that we hold these brands accountable and like stop allowing ourselves to be taken advantage of and stop giving these brands our power as professionals. Cause that's exactly what we are. Like we are professionals. Yeah. And I'm, I don't need you as much as you probably need me. 
For sure. But again, again, I think certifications are important. I think it is important to take education, but I think it needs to be just that. Like it needs to be another tool in your toolbox rather than becoming your entire and only toolbox. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and, and at some point too, like I've just noticed like stylist over the years, it's almost like stylists forget who they are and like what they've created it's like their whole identity has become this brand they lose their value like they they quit seeing the value that they actually hold for sure and it's just like it's sad to see because at one someday maybe it's not going to be like next week or Mm -hmm. next year but someday this brand is not going to be what it is today. That's just that's just like how the ball works, right? Because something new is always going to come yeah. out. We're going to continue to evolve. Correct. Like something else is going to come. That's going to take over. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be like in the dust. And, and they're going to drop you like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of going to be like game over because you – you gave them your all and I know, and I know like, I know like we expect so much in return of Silas. I mean, that's what it should be. Like mm-hmm. we should, it's not even that we expect a lot. It's just like, we're, we're just asking for like the bare minimum. Like of I expect the value for the investment that I'm giving. Yeah. I want the return in value. Yeah. But you're right. And I think like we've experienced that, right? Like we've, we've, we've method hopped because that's what you've had to do in the past. And we've, we have seen firsthand that like when you dedicate to this method, it's the best you advertise that like anybody who doesn't do this is not great. Like I promise you I'm the best of the best, but then something new comes out. And so then it's like, you almost have to tuck your tail between your legs. Like, well now maybe this is the best and that's not the best anymore. And now I'm going to learn this. But even though I've been saying for the last, however long, like this is the only way now I'm going to go over here and learn this. And you just dig yourself into this hole. And I'm saying that as someone who's done it multiple times, like for sure, it's just not necessary to do that. No. (laughs) And the minute you do go learn a new one, that other one is going to drop you like a hot potato. Like you're done. That's just the reality of it. And you're right. Eventually, who knows what's coming next? You know, like there's always going to be the next best thing and there should be, and you should learn it and you should learn it without signing your name in blood to learn it. Tiff, maybe we should come up with a method. No, I don't no, want I'm, to. you just kidding. <laughs> That's a good topic. That's a good segue into, but we, we have created education. Oh yeah. No. And I think, I'm I'm so kidding. Oh my gosh. But like, that's why we created our education was to be different. And like, that is the number one question we get asked is like, is this class a certification? And the answer is no, because it doesn't have to be like, yeah. we'll show you how we bead and stitch and we're going to show you. No, we'll show you start to finish exactly how we do an extension install. But we're not saying that in order to take this class, you better sign your life away and say that you're going to do it this way or that way. And like, that's it. Like, we're just going to show you how we do it. And if you take a couple of like things away that help you, amazing. Yeah. I I like have to say this though real quick um, because you just said beadwork. 
I think it's so funny right now. Um, beadwork is like a hot topic. It is, yeah. It guys, beadwork is not a secret. It shouldn't be a secret. It, well, yeah, it shouldn't be. But like, it does not take. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to make a section and to look at that beadwork section and be like, what hairs do I need to eliminate to give me the perfect foundation for beadwork? Mm-hmm. Well, like, there is a formula to it, right? For sure. But once you learn that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're right. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. You just need to learn the formula. Like yeah. you just need to learn what makes a healthy bead versus a not healthy bead. Correct. But it's not like this, like beadwork is not something that is like for it's for one method and one method only. That's not the reality of extension methods. Cause quite right. like I know all these methods are like patent and whatever else they say. But in reality, like if you take all the beadworks from these they're all methods. the same, but they're all the same. They're just like yeah, they're wider, they're longer, they're shorter, they're fatter. I right. I don't even know. They're all just like a different variation of yeah. each other. So yes, it's a matter of taking like however you want to do your beadwork. Just make sure you're doing it in a healthy manner. It's just a matter of learning what looks like a healthy install versus a not healthy install. Because at the end of the day, your client's scalp health is what matters, right? Like. Yeah. So again, like we're just going to show you how we do it, like what we've learned and what works for us. But if you're, if you're doing a different type of beadwork and it is working really well for your clients and their scalps are healthy and your clients are happy, keep doing it. You do you. <laughs> like, please keep doing it. That's awesome. Maybe you can learn how we stitch and maybe that will help you do a faster stitch. I don't know. But like, that's the goal of our education is just to build on top of what you already know in the hopes that you can take a couple key things away that help you be even better. For sure. Definitely. I mean, that, that was like the whole point of like why we wanted to start doing this. Right. To, to just add value to what you're already doing as a stylist and with your client's installs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I think we get so wrapped up in like these certifications because we, we as stylists, like we want to be the best of the best. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great. Like we all want to be great and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think at the end of the day, like the, you can only do so many certifications. And then if you're like still stumbling a, upon issues, then, then maybe that's where like, us as stylists, we need to bounce ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. Like what worked for you? What worked for you? Like, right. can I take any, any of those bits and pieces and add them to my installs? Would that make a difference? Yeah. Well, there was one class I took where she had learned one of the methods that I had done But again, she always struggled with her end bead. So she took a second method and she was like, well, this eliminates that end bead, but I still like how I did my install on this other method. So she did exactly that. She combined the two. She took away the end bead by doing this method, but continued to do the other method throughout the rest of the head and then tied it off with the end bead. And I was like, oh my God, like that's what this should be. (laughs) That is exactly what this should be. Well, and I think that's what, I think it was so nice. So like our first class, we... 
like we were obviously like giving like the tips and tricks that have helped us, but the eight other stylists that were there, like they, everyone was like throwing in like their two cents in mm-hmm. about everything that helps them. Like we were all just like literally just bouncing off each other. Which again is like our goal is the community over competition. It isn't to say you have to do it exactly like we say, or else you're not the best stylist. It's we all are great. We all know something like let's all just share that knowledge and continue to be great together. For sure. Definitely. Well, we're, we're getting there. We're doing it. Oh, for sure. And I feel like we've gotten a lot of really good feedback from stylists who are like, wow, like, this is what they've been looking for. Yeah. I think, yes, we have. We have gotten, like, really great feedback. I think, like, stylists are almost kind of, like, shook at, like, what we're doing, Tiff, because it's so, like, out, out of, not even, like, out of the blue, but, like, it's so different. It's so opposite of what we've been conditioned. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to say it. Like, yeah, it's, for sure. It's literally like polar opposite of like what we had been told for like forever. Yep. Well, again, like we're stepping outside of the box and we're encouraging other stylists to step out of the box. And that's hard. And I say that because I've been there. I've been inside multiple different boxes. And it is hard to get yourself out because – Again, you've been advertising that like, look, I'm the best because this is the best and this is what I do. But then you're stuck inside that box. So when something new comes out, you have to dig yourself out of that hole and say like, oops, well, now this is the best. And now I'm going to jump into this. Like, how about instead of like, this is the best, I'm the best, you know, like, again, take back your power and your value as a professional. And especially like as a specialist and as a stylist, like you are the powerful one here, not these brands or these names or whatever else, like. You yeah. are the toolbox. For sure. Everything else is just a tool inside of it. But like you are the one. Well, and at the end of the day, if you are working with a brand, a method, guess what? You as a stylist still have your own brand, your own reputation. Right. That's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think sometimes like we get caught up in that too. Like, like I said earlier, like you don't want to fall into like forgetting who you are as a stylist and forgetting your brand. Cause then that could be like a whole nother domino effect of like your clients not wanting to see you anymore. It's, it's a part of you. It shouldn't be all of you. Like it, it can be a part of what's made you great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I just love these talks. (laughs) I feel so much better afterwards. I'm like, yeah, that felt great. I feel like a big weight that always like lifted off my shoulders. Literally. It's like a a vent therapy session a little bit. I mean, low key, kind of, which I mean, it kind of is for us, Tiff, because we've been there, done it. (laughs) Right. It really is for me. (laughs) I feel so much better. Definitely. Okay. So we have some classes coming up. Um, you can find our class dates and locations at the link in beyond's bio at beyond extension education. And we're always open to new dates and locations as well. We for sure are. We just want to help. 
We just want to make a difference, you know? Yep. I do know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like chat. I'm like just. We're just chatting it out. We're putting it out there. Yeah. So until next time, Tiff, do you feel good? I feel so good. Do you feel good? I feel great. I'm like, I kind of think I have a topic for next one. Ooh, okay. I'm like ready to go. Maybe we should just keep going. <laughs> okay, well, stop this here and maybe keep going. I'm kidding. It's bedtime. It is bedtime. Okay, well, until next time. Until next time. See you. See ya.